Yo, welcome to the Coach Davis Experience. Listen, I've been through so many things in life that I had to break these things down into categories. So I'm either going to be coming from the music, the ministry, or football experience of my life. All right? So check it. Grab yourself some snacks and enjoy the show. Yo, welcome to another edition of the Coach Davis Experience with yours truly, Coach Davis. Hey, listen, uh, had some things on my mind that I wanted to share. Um, I'm hoping that everybody's week was good. But listen, what I wanted to talk to you about, I wanted to kind of share a little story about uh, a situation that happened um, when my father had passed away. Uh, you know, this is just a ministry moment right here. You feel me? Straight ministry moment. Um, and I, I believe that this is going to bless somebody. So a couple years ago, on June 3rd, uh, my father passed away. Now, those of you that know me, you know, you, you know, you know a lot about my dad. My dad, you know what I'm saying, was a hard-nosed type guy, man. Uh, who he was very loving, um, but. His his type of love, his love language was different when it uh, concerned, uh, you know, Elliot Davis. You know what I mean? Uh, he 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 needed to be, um, you know, what I'm saying the drill instructor uh, to keep me in line because I'm not going to lie to you, man. I was a handful, bro. <laughs> I was a handful. You hear what I'm telling you? So um, that being said, on June 3rd, <clears throat> I get a phone call. Um, my mother is telling me um, that she didn't think my father was going to make it through the night. You know, he he suffered from different uh, different ailments, uh, diabetes, um, you know, high blood pressure. Uh, you know, it, it was a whole lot of different things, man. Um, you know, he had, a, you know, he had become an amputee. Uh, it, it was just really bad, you know. Um, and unfortunately, the doctors had told my mother that his kidneys, well, his organs, I should say, we're shutting down and he wasn't going to make it through the night. So I get a phone call. She tells me that I need to come uh, to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, uh, you know, and, and, and spend the, the night with him. Now, let, let me let me let me say something. And I've never confessed this to anybody. So all of you out there in podcast world, you're the first ones to hear this. I don't deal with death well. Um, I'm very standoffish when it comes to that. Like, I, I don't like to be around it. Um, I, you know, I love my father. I love my grandparents. You know, I, I don't like to be around it. It, 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 it affects me in a different emotional way. I, I, I can't explain it. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I just can't, I can't explain it, but just, that's my confession. So I, I come to Winston-Salem and my father, he's, uh, he's in a state where he can, you know, move um he can look around but he can no longer talk but for whatever for some reason he could chuckle you know <laughs> i thought that was really weird you know what i'm saying um and so again i, I knew that he was he was dying and i know some of y'all gonna probably look at me crazy but like i said i couldn't i couldn't see him like that i just my father has always been and was always the strongest man I knew. Like anybody that knows Elliot Davis, they know my friends were afraid of my pops. You understand what I'm saying? So to see him in that vulnerable and weak state, 
And I knew that it was the last moment I was going to see him. It was doing something to me. So I, I ended up walking out of the room, sat down on the couch for a little bit just to gather my thoughts. And now, mind you, I just said that he couldn't talk. I hear him say my name kind of through me. So my niece calls me. She says, you know, Theo, you know, Papa's calling you. So I go in the room and, I, you know, I sit down next to him and I could tell he's trying to say something to me. You know what I'm saying? Like he's trying to share with me whatever is on his mind at that moment. He knows that this is it, but he's trying to, he couldn't get it out. And the more he tried, he just kept laughing, chuckling like, man, like, you know, so my mother ended up coming, she, ended up, she ends up coming back. She was like, you know, so are you going to stay? And I was like, nah, I, I think I'm going to head home again. I, I had moved into a different emotional state. So, you know, think what you want. Trust what I tell you. Um, we all have our things, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that, that it was bothering me and it was bothering me so much. I, I, I couldn't stay. So I drive back home. I go to work, which I didn't want to do, but I went to work anyway to keep my mind off of what was going on. Maybe psh, 10 minutes into it, get a phone call from my wife. She's crying. Papa's gone. All right. <laughs> so that sets the tone to what's, you know, for what what's about what I'm about to share. All right. Um, days go by, man. Days go by. Um, <laughs> my birthday passes, everything, you know. Um, we end up leaving. My wife got a new job. We end up going to, uh, yeah, I could be wrong. Newport News, Virginia, I believe it was, for training. So she, you know, uh, drove her up there. I took the boys with us, you know, Mike and Manny, and uh, we're at the hotel. And I decide that, you know, well, she, we we decided we're gonna go get the boys some swim gear. Right. Hey, you know, there's a pool inside inside the hotel. Nice hotel companies paying for, you know, we're living it. Now, mind you, emotionally, I was kind of in a zombie state, not really wanting to joke, not being me, not being Coach Davis. So I was kind of just in that chill mode. Right. Like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so we go and we get the boys, you know, water wings and, and, and a noodle, you know what I'm saying? We get them all of these things that they need, you know, so they can go and swim. We get to the pool that afternoon, uh, and my uh, six-year-old, who's now nine, Emmanuel, he begins to panic. Like, he's screaming, yelling, oh, daddy, no, I don't want to go. You know, he, whatever, man, he's panicking. And my th three-year-old, who's now uh, six, um, he's kind of just, you know, in my arms. He's chill. Like, okay. Um, which is, and I, I said that, like, <laughs> if you know them, that's always the case. All right. Manny's the wild one. Mike, Mike, Mike is the little, is, you know, is the uh, uh, cool and calm on the fire. Um, so we go to the pool and we get in the pool. As we start to get in the pool and start submerging underwater, he's really now panicking. He's at the point now where I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm going to have to snatch this little dude out before he causes me to drop his brother. And I, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 the situation is just getting worse. So I put his brother down on the steps, at the top of the steps, um, where just his feet are, you know, in the water um, to his ankle. And I go back. Because Manny is screaming, he's grabbing on me, right? I turn around and I, you know, I grab Emmanuel by his shoulders and I just hold him. And I look at him and I say, hey, man, I need you to calm down. All right. I said, first off, we bought you 
water wings, a noodle. We gave you everything you need, Emmanuel, to actually survive in this pool, right? Like, you have all of the tools you need to swim. But on top of that, man, if you didn't have it, if the noodle slips from up under you, if the water wings burst, daddy is right here. <laughs> right here. If you go underwater and I think for a second, you, you, it's going to overtake you. I'll snatch you out. If you get too far from me, I will come to you and pull you back. Right? And the crazy thing about that, when I said that to him, it uh, it opened up something in me, but I could also see that it transformed his thought pattern because he gave me that, oh yeah, kind of look, right? <laughs> and then began to swim and they didn't have a problem after that. Not one single issue. But what was crazy though, it set me into a mindset of, yo, <laughs> I'm in the deep right now, emotionally. <laughs> and you set this up, Lord, that you wanted me to remember <laughs> that no matter how deep it gets, you're with me and you can pull me out. Y'all hear what I'm telling y'all? Situations are hard, man. Life always throwing blitzes and fastballs. You know what I'm saying? They're always knocking us off uh, our feet. But God wants us to understand, man, that he'll, he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us, no matter how hard it gets, right? He said, if, if, when the enemy comes upon you like a flood, I will raise up a standard. You understand what I'm saying? Like you, There's nothing too hard that's going on in your life that God can't pull you out of, that he can't protect you from, that he can't even walk you through. Y'all hear what I'm telling y'all? So we get back to the hotel. I shared the little story with my wife. She kind of just looked at me. You know, my wife is, you know, one of those, um, we don't, She's not a, a conversationalist. Like she's, she's not going to sit there and talk with you all day. You know, you, you give her your point and she'll say what she has to say. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much the conversation. That's something I love about her though. Cause she's not a, I'm, I'm the talker. I don't, I'm glad I'm not married to a talker cause I'm the talker. I want to be the one. <laughs> I want to be the one talking. So that's a good thing. Um, but, <laughs> um, so. I lay down that night, man, and I have a dream about my dad. And in my dream, um, I see my father as he was when I was my six-year-old son's age, Emmanuel's age. You know, Afro, um, you know, saying the mustache, muscular, you know what I mean, 5'11", right? And uh, he walks into the room. And at first, I couldn't hear what he was saying. But in my dream, I chose to ignore him. And I don't know why I did, I did that. But then all of a sudden in the dream, he asked me, are you okay? And I say to him, Pops, I'm really going to miss you. And he tells me, if you need me, I'm here. So that being said, I wake up instantly crying. I cried. 
I lie to you not, guys. I, I know I cry 24 hours. <laughs> if I stopped for a second, the moment I would wipe my tears, catch my breath, <laughs> I jump right back into crying. Right? That was probably the most emotional day of my life because I realized at that very moment, the strongest man I had ever met in my life that had ever been a part of my life was no longer in my life. You feel what I'm saying? So, but after that happened, something in me completely changed. When I got back to our hometown, I made the decision that I wanted to change everything. Like, I, I, I no longer wanted to be um, who I was in the eyes of anyone. Like, I no longer wanted to be that guy. I no longer wanted to be that guy that was working paycheck to paycheck. I no longer wanted to be that guy that you didn't think was, wasn't good enough to be uh, the head coach. I no longer wanted to be that guy. I mean, so I found myself in the beginning of a journey of complete and absolute transformation. And it started with my father passing away. Then I come across this guy who tells me, you need to learn to shape your life. You have been empowered by God to shape your life. And, and, and we get into that conversation, man, and he breaks it down for me. He was like, we were all given gifts. In the Bible, there were three men who were given talents by the Lord, right? One given five, the other given two, and the, the last given one. The first one, the Lord came back to him after giving him those talents, the five talents. And he asked him, sir, my, you know, my son, what have you done with these talents that I've given you? He said, uh, my Lord, I took what you gave me and I doubled it. I multiplied it like I, I, I took it and I used it and look at what it's produced for me. Right. The second one, the Lord said the same, asked the same question. The second one says, God, God, I took what you gave me. And I doubled it. Look, 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 right? I took your blessing. I took your, you know, your, your gifts, your talents that you gave me and I made more. But the third one was where it, it, it is, is a, is a representation of Elliot where he had one talent. And because he only had one talent, he felt like it was so precious that he wanted to hide it. So he buried it. But in the eyes of the Lord, that was that was disrespect. That was disgrace. So he took that talent from this man and gave it to the one that had that now had 10. Come on, I need y'all to catch me on that. Right. So the man says to me, you need to you got to shape your life, man. So the word the letter S in the in the word shape stands for first identify what these spiritual gifts and talents are. Spiritual gifts and talents. Many of us see uh, athleticism as a physical gift, which it is, but it's manifested spiritually first, right? Before I, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. Y'all hear what I'm saying? God knew you and had chosen to give you these gifts before you were, became anything physical. Y'all hear what I'm telling y'all? Right. So he was like, you got to identify these spiritual gifts. 
because these spiritual gifts are the things God wants you to use to manifest financial freedom, mental health and stability, right? Positive and, 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 and uh, rewarding relationships, <laughs> right? Businesses. I come on, right? Positions that these gifts will make room for you before kings. These spiritual gifts. This is the word of God, man. He says, so you got to first find out what those are and you need to start using them. All right. The second thing he told me was you got to guard your heart. You remember the word, the letter H means guard heart, guard your heart. He shares with me. He was like, you can no longer in the movement of shaping your life, you can no longer allow certain people to, to, to remain. Remember, we had the conversation, my first podcast about um, your circle, right? This is kind of like that, but it's, it's, it's a, it goes a little deeper because this is the, the, the purging that, I, that needs to be done. Some of us, we got circle members, right? Friends, brothers, the inner circle, right? But there are some people that are in the inner circle, French, the brotherhood circle, and the friendship circle that you got to now purge because it's time to shape your life. I got to guard my heart. So the friends I speak to once, twice a year, maybe, right? I, like, I broke that down already, right? But there's still positive enough people in my life. I don't have to cut them off. <laughs> y'all hear what I'm telling you? So, so I hope y'all y'all getting that, right? You, everybody can no longer be a part of the movement of shaping your life, man. So some, even in your inner circle, some of them you have to purge now. That's what this man was explaining to me. The third letter was A, stood for attitude. Man, when I tell you that right there, this one hit me hard because <clears throat> I've always been a fighter. But even as a fighter, I didn't always think victoriously. Come on, somebody hear me. You understand? I just wanted to fight. <laughs> I was just angry at the world. I didn't even care if I won or lost. You see what I'm saying? I just wanted to fight, man. Yo, put yo, let's go, man. Throw these hands, man. You know what I'm saying? That was the wrong attitude. You know what I mean? What, what's, what's that quote by Martin Luther King? If a, if, if, if a man doesn't have something he feels that is worth dying for, he's, he's unfit to live. I probably got the quote wrong, but you understand? I was fighting for nothing. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because I had the wrong attitude, the wrong mentality, man, the wrong mindset. Try to check that. You feel me? Mama, I had to create and, and begin to think victoriously. The Bible says that I am more, more than conquerors. The Bible says that I am a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You understand? Like I had to start thinking differently. Remember I mentioned in, in, in that one podcast about let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, right? Uh, uh, the, uh, the scripture also talks about, you know what I'm saying? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? 
Some things just ain't worth fighting over. But there are many things that's worth giving your life for. You know what I'm telling you? I had a chance. I had to check that attitude, man, because I had the wrong one, which is a lot of the reason why I was suffering financially, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. Wrong man. Wrong mindset. You hear what I'm telling y'all? Then my man said, yo, then you got to look at your personality, my dude. Right. Where he met me, everybody was calling me Sir Elliot. I was the trainer at Planet Fitness. And that's what they, you know, the name that I had kind of uh, given myself as a joke because people kept saying, yes, sir, whenever I tell them to do something. So I kind of just ran with it, Sir Elliot. So he says to me, Sir Elliot, man, your personality is magnetic. Like, I could watch you interact with people in this gym and they and people want to be around you. You feel what I'm saying? Even though my, my attitude was wrong, my personality, my, my who I really am, right? Loving, caring, understanding. I can be patient uh, a lot more than, than impatient. You understand? Right? That, that guy, the Sir Elliot, right? Coach Davis, right? People wanted to want to be around that. He was like, that's a tool God wants to use. Not for just... His kingdom, but for your benefit as well. So don't think that's a small thing that people like to be around you. They like to hear you talk. They like to hang with you. They like to ask for your, your opinion. That's not a small thing. That has a whole lot to do with who you are and what you've been called to do. Right? And the final letter in that word is E and it stood for stands for experience. Man, I could I could go on for probably 45 minutes just on that word. Experience, man. The Bible says in Romans 8:28, all things work together for the good of them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. Even my father passing away had something to do with a transformation in my life. Y'all hear what I'm telling you? As hard as that was, it transformed my, my, my thought pattern. It made me seek out who God really needed me to be. And I have been on this journey for the last three years. Today, I have, I'm here to tell you that the man that I am today is why I started the podcast. The man that I am today is why I started, you know, 610 Tactical, which is going to be another podcast coming out. Y'all got to look out for that one. It's going to be called, it's going to be called Downrange with 610 Tactical. So if you're interested in firearm, firearm instruction and all of that good stuff, the laws and the, and the, the do's and the don'ts. That's a good podcast for you right there. Check that out. That's going to be out probably. Uh, I'm thinking about bringing that out in June. Right. I was just listening to Game Changer uh, um, website by a guy, a guy named CJ, who is one of the uh, hosts for the podcast Secret to Success, which is another podcast. I truly enjoy listening to because it's been helping me transform my mind. But this website is about 
what type of speaker you are. I've always thought I was a motivational speaker, but what I've come to recognize that I'm able to motivate when I'm speaking, but I am more of an expert of a thing, if that makes sense, right? I, I, like relationships, the do's and the don'ts. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, right? Uh, uh, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm becoming an expert in, in, in the pursuit of, of, of financial freedom. Because when I start studying the thing, man, I start studying the thing. Y'all hear what I'm telling you? So, uh, but that's a whole nother conversation. So, I, I, you know, but that's that. That's a part of this journey since, you know, since my father passed away, that's been the journey that I'm on. Transformation. You know what I mean? I no longer want to be that guy. You understand what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't care. Uh, and please let me get on my soapbox for a quick second. I don't care about what people think about me. I care about how my life impacts them. Does that make sense? Right? You might not like me, <laughs> but did I give you something that helped you along the way? Love, understanding, an ear, right? A shoulder cry on. What did I did? Did I do something that impacted you? I'm gonna tell y'all, man. I, I I remember one time I was I was um I was talking to the youth. I don't remember how long ago it was, and I was saying to them. One of the um, desires of my heart <laughs> is that when I stand before God in judgment, that he looks at me and says, Elliot, do you remember when you spoke to or said this to this person? And I say, yes, Lord, I, I remember that. And he says, look at all of the people that person inspired because you inspired them. That's a, that's a desire of my heart, right? I don't keep account of how many people <laughs> I inspire. I love that people call me and they tell me how I've inspired them, but I'm not lying to you. I don't keep account of it. You understand what I'm saying? I've helped and introduced many people to Christ. I've helped and motivated many people out of darkness. You know what I'm saying? Into better situations. I just don't keep account of it. You know why? Because the important part is that it was done. I'm not expecting anything in return other than God be pleased. Y'all hear what I'm telling y'all? Right? So that's a desire of mine. You know what I'm saying? So I, I said all of this to say, right, to, to really, really inspire someone. Someone that I, I may never meet. Someone that I may never talk to. Right? You may be on that verge. I just don't know what to do. I'm tired. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of that. This just ain't working out. Man, I'm here to tell you. I've been there. And the same God that walked me through it. The same God that, that pulled me through it. Come on, y'all know the song. Right? The same God that stood there with me while I was in it. Is the same God that's willing to do all of that for you. Y'all hear what I'm telling you? Take a moment, first and foremost, and just give God thanks for giving you another opportunity, giving you another day, right? More grace and more mercy. <laughs> then, with that time he's blessed you with, after you've listened to this podcast, 
Seek after him and ask him to help you shape the life he has blessed you with. Because in doing that, you will see the manifestation of his glory in a way you're not going to understand. I was talking to my boy Deshaun and I was telling him like I believe like everything that is happening right now is it, it, such an amazing blessing. By the end of this year, it's going to be greater than what I understood. I can see that and believe it right now. His response to me was, I believe it, coach, because I can hear it in your voice. Y'all hear what I'm telling y'all? You got to come to that point. You got to come to that understanding. I am still shaping my life. Those, if you will, like my man Jamal on Secret Success said you got to have five pillars. Those are my five, right? S-H-A-P-E. <laughs> Shape. Those are my five. My five pillars that I'm going to stand on. My spiritual gifts. Guarding my heart. Checking my attitude all the time. Utilizing my personality, right? While allowing my experiences to help me be a benefit, a blessing, an asset to whomever or wherever I may go. That's the whole plan. Y'all hear that? So listen, I pray that you have a blessing today, the moment right after you hear this, that, that God completely starts to speak to your heart. I pray that the rest of the week is good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So until next week. Let's go, man. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Coach Davis Experience. Yo, if you're looking for a prayer request or you just want to let me know that something that I said today blessed you, go ahead and drop me a DM at Coach E. Davis on Instagram or on Facebook at Coach Elliot Davis. All right. Till next week.